practicing, practicing. You know? But how many know worshippers, you are born a worshipper. Yeah. You can't practice it, you live it. Yeah? So you don't practice worship, you live worship. Yeah. We rehearse on Saturdays to come and help the church worship in music, but a worshipper is not practiced, it is lived. Yeah? yeah? Amen? Um, today, Eva's going to take you. <laughs> because uh, she didn't drive. And she just slept in the car, so yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I'll give this to her, but yeah. Uh, we were glad to be here. Um, it was great worship this, uh, this afternoon. Thank you to the worship team. Um, I think a word that came to, to me today when you guys were um, worshiping was contagious. Um, your worship is contagious? Yeah? Did you see what happened to um, COVID? Um, 19, one country, another country shut down because of, a, uh, because of COVID, because it was contagious. Mm-hmm. Your worship will be contagious. It'll, it'll yeah. go to nations, yeah. people, you know? Something about worship that when, when, when you reach the level of worship God wants you, don't worry about nations, look at realms. Yeah. yeah? God entrusts you with realms. Eh? So, yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're so excited to be here tonight. Uh, Thank you so much for allowing us to be here. Um, It has been such a busy week for us. We were just with Donnie McClurkin last week. Uh, We were so blessed to spend time with him. Just us and him and his team. Uh, It was just like a dream come true. Um, One word that he said, uh, he, he said this, I see you, Fiji. I see you. And it was just like God saying to me, I see you, Eva. I see you, Oni. Um, I believe when, uh, you know, in Genesis, when Sarah mistreated her guy, then she fled. And he talked about the God who sees. Yeah. It says, just let me read it. So today, I just want to remind you that God sees you. You tell the person sitting next to you, God sees you. God sees you. (laughs) Praise the Lord. He sees you. You know, and sometimes we feel insignificant. eh? In the places that we are, we feel like we uh, we are lost in the crowd. Yeah? Do you feel that sometimes? That you're lost in the crowd that no like no one really sees you? Yeah? But I just want to remind you today that God sees you. Praise the Lord. So last week, (laughs) it has been such a tiring, tiring week for us. But in Psalms, it talks about that God restores the joy of your salvation. You know, sometimes we need that restoring. eh? We've been so long in ministry that it gets fatigued. Like you do things over and over and over and over again and it's like Lord where are you I'm just tired of like not being seen and in the same place and so last week okay so I just want to talk about a dream and this is why why I'm saying that God sees me it's a testimony Mr. Mr. Donnie McClurkin um, we were supposed to sing with him 
a month ago, and uh, and at that time there was uh, something went wrong, and then it was not the the people. Some people were involved in the organization, uh, organizing the the coming of Mr. Donny, and their doctrines was not lining up with the word of God. So we had to pull out. Sons of the nations had to pull out. They were supposed to sing in uh, King Charles Park, which used to be Prince Charles Park. One of our friends from the States called, uh, he messaged us and said, you guys need to connect with Donnie McClurkin as representatives of Fiji worshippers, Fiji Levites, you guys gotta connect with him. So when that happened, when those pastors, uh, okay, I, I do apologize, uh, some guys, um, uh, uh, their truths did not stand with our truths, with my truth. Didn't stand with the word of God. And so when we pulled out, I told God, oh Lord, this is like the only chance for me to connect with Donnie. And guess what? We pulled out from that team and we got a shock. Next minute, it was posted. They bringing him to our church. We got to sing together in our church. You know what the devil tries to stop? When the devil tries to close the doors, he trusted it's okay. Because God has a better door for you. So if doors are closing up, that's okay. Because better doors are opening. And so last week, we were standing there. I just, I was like, man, God. Imagine if I, with my wanting to sing with Donnie McClurkin, I just went along. And I did not stand in the word of God. I would have missed my chance. And our dream, we shared it. I know it's like, to people, it's very impossible. One of our dreams is to be the first Fijians to win a Grammy. And God brought someone who's won three Grammys. And so this, one of our friends, the guy who owns the, the uh, who was r- running the, the whole Donnie McClurkin trip, he's Hindu. And he comes up to us and he goes, um, I just want to let you know that uh, Grammys is not far away. Donnie is here to let you know that Grammys are not far away. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Prophetic word from a person who does not know Jesus.
Oh man, I, the, the powerful presence of God, like it was so powerful that I, didn't, I couldn't even say anything. I was just speechless. I was like, Lord, I don't have any words to say. Praise the Lord. So this week, okay, let me just uh, pray. Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, you're our teacher. We submit this time to you. Lord, have your way. Do what you have, whatever you want to do. Lord, it's not about us. Lord, we yield to your spirit. Take control. Lord, we silence every voice that is not of you in Jesus' name. And we say we love you. And Lord, open up our ears, our eyes. We want to hear from you tonight. And we pray in all the name but the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Now the last song we were singing, Refiner's Fire. It's been a long time I haven't heard that song. You know, sometimes we sing our songs and we don't really mean it, eh? Yeah? Lord, I'm ready to do your will. Next minute you complain. Yeah? It's a reminder for us, eh? Let's sing that one more time.
is our true worship? Our true worship is mentioned in Romans 12, 1, 2. I know we know this scripture really, really well. It says that, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, this is the NIV translation, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. What? Holy and pleasing to God. For this is your reasonable service. Meaningful service. True and proper worship. True and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Now, we cannot repay God for who He is and all that He has done. But we can only embrace and respond to His goodness, His faithfulness, His grace, and His greatness. So what is our response? So how do we respond to God's greatness? Is this, it says right here, to offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Him. We respond through our worship, or in other words, our worship is a lifestyle. Yeah? Okay, just let me read the scripture. So this is what I tell, this is what I tell people. I share this. You know, we worship in everything that we do. In everything that we do. And whatever you do in Colossians 3.17, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Someone says in Ecclesiastes, 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 Ecclesiastes is a hard word, Ecclesiastes 9.10, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your Mind, right? Colossians 3 23 to 24. Whatever you do, do your work hardly as for the Lord rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. To offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. Now, when you think about it, in the olden days when they offer sacrifices, they had to kill something, eh? And they had to burn it, and then the scent goes up. Yeah. But guess what? In the New Testament, you become that living sacrifice. So as you walk around, there's a scent that you're sending. There's a scent that you're sending wherever you are. Your worship is not the same as mine. God can see on his worship. Oh, wow, that's on me. I hear her. That's her worshiping. Your worship and my worship is not the same. That's something that God has put in each of us. There's a scent that we're sending as living sacrifices. Living sacrifices. Not a dead one. Living sacrifices. Say living sacrifice. I am a living sacrifice. Right. Okay. 
When I read this from the message translation, I want you to hear this very carefully. It says, verse 12, Romans 12, 1 to 2, it says, So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, your eating, your going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. You know, we only place certain things in our lives for offering, yeah? Because other things we don't want God to be involved in. Yeah? yeah. It's just certain things. Yeah? I want you to say this. God wants all of me, not just, not just some of me. God wants all of me, not just some of me. Because some of me just means none of me. Isn't that true? Yes. Some of me means because God doesn't doesn't want only some. He wants all. Give me the whole package, yes. the whole works of you. Yeah. So and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. That's our response. Eh? To embrace what God does for us is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted, verse 2, to your culture that you fit in into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Inside out. So our everyday living is an offering to God. So when I talk about everyday living, this is something that everyone has. Is this an offering or not? What you see here is an offering too. Yeah? So when you're looking, you're like, okay, Lord, oh, sorry. Okay, Lord, this is just for me. It's okay, I'll pray after this and ask forgiveness. Yeah? So our phone is an offering to God. How are we handling our phones in times when no one is around? It's an offering. It's everything. It's an offering to God. I know I'm like hitting some, um, yeah? Praise the Lord. How are we with our friends? Are we being a reflection of Jesus? Can people tell that we are set apart in our radiance and in our glow? Our living every day. How are you with your friends? How are you with your workmates? Are we being kind? We can be the rudest people, Christians. Okay, so on Friday, we went to the concert. Eh? Oh my gosh. And so my friend was driving one of the singers. <clears throat> we were driving and then we parked. And there was a taxi that was reversing. And when it reversed, it hit the door. And <laughs> the, our girls, what? Not swear, but just like, and I'm like, guys, 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 stop, stop. We're about to go and need worship. Yeah? yeah? You know, sometimes you react so fast. So fast that the Holy Spirit just, I don't know where the Holy Spirit goes. It just sort of like the Holy Spirit just kind of just quietens down. Yeah? Say that one. This is real life. You know what? 
I know like everybody's thinking, oh my gosh, she's gonna be like the da-da-da. I'm just talking, this is real, this is real, this is worship. Yes. Sami said, Lava, we live our worship. This is living our worship. Living our worship. We are supposed to be the kindest people, worshipers. How are you reacting? How are you responding? Reacting and responding is totally two different things. Yeah? So this one I told my my girls, Reda. Otherwise we we were, we were just uh, on our way to go sing um, for the concert, and I was like, uh, girls, I think they're going to the concert too. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, they were at the concert. <laughs> just imagine if we had like you know yeah. reacted. My goodness, yeah. they'll be like, what kind of Jesus are they serving? Yeah. They're, they're not even like. They're not even living out what they're singing. Isn't that true? At our workplace. Yeah? You want to say something? You want to say something? You want to say something? Come on. <laughs> Anyways, he was just, he, he, he's just hearing it now. So, uh, I think I might be in trouble. <laughs> I think uh, uh, what, uh, I'll just take on what Eva said, like everything is worship. But if you come, if you if you come, um, if you only limit worship to our Sunday service, then our God does not deserve our worship. Yeah. Yeah. If you only limit worship to Sunday morning, forty-five minutes, then God does not deserve worship. That's why He calls it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Every day, every day you're walking. Everyone take a breath. Without you breathe worship. Every breath you take, every moment you're awake. It's worship. So it just it just gets us to a bigger realization like um, everything we do. She talked about Facebook. How many how many Facebook friends can you offer on that altar of sacrifice? To be a pleasing aroma to God. Some friends, uh, <laughs> some friends are good. Some friends are really good. Some friends are really, really, really good. Prophetic. They will be prophetic. We're not uh, just trying to catch up to them. Yeah. How many of your Facebook friends that that you know um, that, that that sometimes you can't be? Uh, I'm not saying to pretend, but if, if if something makes you act a different way according to what God intentionalized in you, you know what He created you to be—holy, set apart, everything like that—all of that you just need to let go. Yeah. You know, the hardest part is letting go. Yeah. yeah? Amen. Right, yeah. So, how are we with our friends? How is our communication? How is our affiliation with certain groups of people? You know, I used to be that person, like, uh, just like every page. Every page I like. <laughs> every page. And then it pops up on my feed. And then someone's like, Babe, did you like this page? Eh, I liked it. <laughs> 
Yes, you know, like um, sometimes you just, they, you know, there's certain friends that you that you need to let go. Eh? Friends that will not help you take you to your destiny. Eh? You might tell me, but I'm being the salt and the light to them. Eh? Sorry, salt lightly. Sugar talo So, be wise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, how do we continue to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God? Now, we must remind ourselves always. Every time I wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, Lord, good morning. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I'm a pleasing sacrifice today. Then I go, I go to work. I go to the office. So when I sit in the car and the taxi driver starts being fussy, I'll be like, bless you. Yeah? I was like, you know what? You are not moving my worship. You are not determining my joy today. Yeah? So always remind yourselves. And this is like for me, since I, I, got really, I got the revelation of like, I'm an offering, I become intentional. Everything you do will be intentional. Every plan you make will be intentional. Ona nakita, na vivo no na lako kino nakita elumu. We ulako sesema, e anga viao sesema. E anga no butumbu, is it important for my growth? Yeah? So how do we continue to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God? One, simple things. Walking in the fear of the Lord. By walking in the fear of the Lord. Eh? Walking in the fear of the Lord. So probably today when we came today, um, I think people might be thinking, oh, they'll just talk about music, worship, and singing, and we're talking about worship as a lifestyle. Worship as a, you being a living sacrifice, a worshiper. Eh? So Matai first, Walking in the fear of the Lord comes with obedience and submission. Obedience and submission. Obedience to who? Obedience to your authorities. Obedience to your leaders. Submission. Obedience to God. Eh? Submission to the Holy Spirit. Remember, submitting everything, not just some. Not just some. I'm not talking about just some of you. All of you. Why is the fear of the Lord so important? We see it in Proverbs 9.10. We like to teach our kids this, eh? But us adults need to know it even more. That the fear of the Lord is the beginning of? Wisdom. Is the beginning of? And the knowledge of the Holy One is? Understanding, eh? Proverbs 10, 27 is, The fear of the Lord prolongs days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. The fear of the Lord prolongs days. Yeah? To walk in the fear of the Lord. To walk in the fear of the Lord. And I'm not talking about being scared of God, but I'm talking about revering God. That you revere Him so much, that you love Him so much, that you do not want anything to hurt him. That kind of fear, eh? That kind of love, eh? Second one is guarding our hearts, eh? 
guarding our hearts. Tell this person sitting next to you, guard your heart. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Why? For it is the... It says this. King Solomon said it best like this. Proverbs 4.23. Above all else. Above all else. He, it says... The, so when you talk about above all else, what does that mean? It's a priority. Priority for you to guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. So as a worshipper, as a worshipper, as a prophetic person, prophetic person, prophetess, prophet, above all else, your top priority is to guard your heart. So when things happen, what happens? You... You know what? I'm gonna guard my heart. Yeah, I'm gonna guard my heart. Yeah. How many? How many of us are very short-tempered? Yeah. No. Lovely, lovely. It's true. It happens. Yeah. It happens. That's why God, God is reminding us: guard our hearts. Guard our hearts. Guard our hearts. Because our hearts are extremely valuable, we don't guard worthless things. We do not guard worthless things. King Solomon doesn't say when we get to it or when we have time, then we guard our hearts. You know what, when I feel like it, then I'll guard my heart when it suits me. Yeah? When it suits me. When I have the time to guard my heart, I will guard it. He says it is our top priority. Write this down. We must pay attention to what we let into our hearts. Pay attention to everything you let into your heart. Why? Because you are a living sacrifice. Because I am a living sacrifice. Holy and pleasing. Living sacrifice, holy and pleasing. Say it loud. I am a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing. Again, I am a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing. Right. Holy and pleasing. You're supposed to be pleasing to people. If you are not pleasing to people, then something is wrong with... No, something is not wrong. Let me be prophetic with that. Okay, let me just say, something is wrong somewhere. Yeah? If you're the kind of person like, oh, oh, that one there is nothing. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah? I mean, something is wrong somewhere. You must be pleasing. Holy and pleasing to God. If you want to be holy and pleasing to God and not holy and pleasing to the people, then something is wrong too. Eh? If you're not pleasing to the people, and then you're like, no, I'm pleasing to God. Eh? Holy and pleasing, eh? All right. Third 
just have we just have two days with you guys, so so sorry about that. Yeah. Next one is imitate imitate Christ. To imitate Christ, imitate Christ. In Ephesians five one and two, it says, "Therefore, be imitators of God, as beloved children, and walk in love, as Christ loved us." and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. It mentions again here, living sacrifice, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Therefore become imitators of God. Imitators of God. So what I want you to do is, when you wake up tomorrow morning, you tell yourself, Lord, I'm going to imitate you today. Today I'm going to walk in love. Walk with intentions, holy and pleasing, and a living sacrifice. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay. Be imitators of Christ. Say, imitators of Christ. Imitators of Christ. Yes. Matthew 5:14, it says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light, Dava, shine before others. Let your light shine. So your light has to shine before others. Yeah? It has to shine before others. If it's not shining, then your light is, is not shining. Off you go EFL. No more EFL In the same way, let your light shine before others, Ramada, that they may see your good deeds and what? Glorify your Father in heaven. People can, especially people who do not know Christ, when they see you, they know that you're different and that they will glorify your Father in heaven. Your Father in heaven. Could you just tell a story about uh, last week, the Muslim? Oh, okay. So last week, yeah, we're talking about this, yeah? Let your light shine before others. So... Uh, there was uh, the, the concert that happened in church was organized by a bunch of Muslims and uh, Hindus. Yeah? Just probably one Christian, which uh, some other Christian questions praised the Lord for their lives. Um, so, so, but something amazing about it, um, after the concert, we were sitting down and they came to us came to us, there was this Muslim guy, his name was Muhammad. He came and he was like, and he was just emotional. He was like, I don't know what I felt today. I don't know what I felt, I, what I felt. I just felt like this, sort of like this warmth just came all over my body. And I just cried and cried. And he was telling us the story and he was crying and telling us the story. I don't know what's that, I don't know why. I hear about the presence of God, but I think so. There must be the presence of God. It was not only him. It was another Hindu guy. 
He said, oh my gosh. And when he was telling me the story, I was like, oh my gosh. Being that light to them. We made friends with them just by our kindness. Just by our kindness. They were able to come into the church. Just through kindness. Just fruit of the spirit. Kindness. Kindness and love. They came to church that day. Um, how many here have um, encountered God? How many? Just, just lift your hands. Yeah. You know that once you've encountered God, you owe the world an encounter. Yes. Also. Yeah. Come on. So everyone you come through has to experience God through you also. Yeah. yeah. And how did they experience that through through this um, living your life every day as worship? <laughs> Not just one, one day like we said on Sunday. Um, if you limit, if you limit your worship to only that forty-five minutes sin, then our God is not worthy of worship. Yeah, come on. Yeah, because our God is worthy of worship. Every breath we take, every move we make, He's worthy of every every motion, every step, everything. Our God is worthy of all. Not just your your five steps from your car to your to to up these steps, those twenty how many yeah, steps? Yeah. Like probably twenty steps. No, it's every step every day. Amen. And that's our that's our segue to the seven thirty break. <laughs> seven thirty break. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so let's worship without eating. <laughs> Is it seventh day break? Yeah. yeah. You guys want to break or you guys want to keep going? Break man, the sasa. Yeah. Let's break. Break with a good heart. Eh? Guide your heart. Wanna be bad? Amen.